Welcome back to the Health and High Performance Podcast, where we dive deep into the mindset and strategies to help you become your most happiest, healthiest, and productive self. I'm your host, Jessica Duchesne, health coach, engineer, and self-proclaimed productivity guru. Here we learn how to optimize your day through quality nutrition and exercise, better time management, and daily habits and routines tried and tested by the world's most successful high performers. Because I believe anything is possible. If you believe it enough to take relentless action every single day. Get ready for today's dose of all things health and high performance. Today's episode is all about the three life lessons I have learned along this journey called life. The ups, the downs, but most importantly, the uncomfortable experiences that have pushed me and allowed me to evolve into the person I am today and the learnings that I can now apply into my life. But before I jump into this episode, I want to do an announcement and let you know that the Health and High Performance online course is now open and you can sign up today before we kick off in less than two weeks time. The course is my premium group coaching program, which is dedicated to helping people create a happier, healthier, and more productive lifestyle for themselves. We do this by learning how to instill more clarity in your life and setting true and aligned goals, creating more self-awareness and identifying which areas may be holding you back from achieving your full potential. I also teach you several time management and productivity strategies to help you enhance your time efficiency and allow you more time to look after your personal health and well-being. Nutrition and exercise is also a focus point in this course, of course, and I teach you what, why, when to eat for optimal brain function and how to exercise for sustained focus and energy for a super productive day. But most importantly, this course is set out with practical exercises that you can implement in your life, no matter what sort of life you lead. You may be a full-time mom, student, full-time worker, um, business owner, or perhaps a mixture of all of the above, like most people these days. We all lead busy lives. And the purpose of this course is not to increase your workload, but to integrate into your schedule and to provide you with simple, actionable steps that you can absorb quickly and implement daily. This course runs for 12 weeks and each week we learn a new module set out in a simple step-by-step video tutorial with live video calls each week to guide you, keep you accountable and to open up a forum of discussion with like-minded individuals. So to give you a little preview of exactly what each module entails, I'm going to run you through them and you just might find that majority, if not all of these modules may be of interest to you. So module one, we learn the fundamentals, learning what really matters to you in your life, what you need to make a conscious effort to prioritize and what areas of your life need more time and energy through a fun little exercise. So module two is all about clarity and building confidence through a journaling practice to build more self-awareness and clarity in your life. Module three is where we get into the nitty gritty of productivity, how to manage tasks, plan your day, your week, time blocking and reflecting on your week to continuously reevaluate and improve your productivity. Module four, we learn how to protect our focus and overcome procrastination and periods of unmotivation. Module five, we learn how to protect your energy through intentional self-care and learning how to set boundaries. Module six is about exercise, quality over quantity. I share some time-efficient quality workouts that you can implement into your busy schedule no matter where you are 
and how to schedule in exercise to enhance and sustain your energy over the day. Module seven, one of my favorites is nutrition, what foods to eat to optimize your brain, how to meal prep to make healthy eating quick and easy and no fuss. And I also add in a little food and exercise tracker to keep you accountable to a healthy eating and exercise routine. Module eight is all about implementing healthy habits in your lifestyle. Module 10 are some tips and tricks to order healthy when eating out and ordering on any delivery service such as Uber Eats, an essential one for when we do have those really hectic weeks. Module 11, passion and purpose, how to find your purpose. Module 12, identifying your core values to help you make decisions in your life. So as you can see, this is a very intensive 12 week journey you will go on that will completely transform your life through this advanced course method in every way possible, mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally. It will change how you operate in your life, your business, your career, your relationships, and most importantly, how you show up in the relationship with yourself putting you and your priorities first for once. You will learn so much about yourself in literally every single aspect of your life. So this online course, it's my baby. It literally has all the value I could possibly give in one platform, one course. I could not recommend it enough to everyone and anyone. I get so much fulfillment after seeing everyone's transformation from the program. Even just after the first four weeks, they say that they've grown more than the first four weeks and they have done in like the last year. The feedback on this has been absolutely incredible. So I wanted to mention it here because if you go to the link in the show notes, it will take you straight to the sign up page where you can save your spot for this 12 week round. We only take a limited number of people. So if you missed out on the first round, then this is your next opportunity to do that. So if you're ready to fully transform your health and performance and start changing your lifestyle along with your nutrition, exercise, mindset to be your happiest, healthiest, and most productive self, then go ahead, click the link below. We would love to have you guys a part of the first intake for 2021, the health and high performance online course. Now let's jump into this week's episode. In today's episode, if you haven't already gathered from the title, I'll be talking about my three biggest life lessons. Yes. And these are moments in my life that I feel sharing the story, the thought process, uh, what felt like a failure in the moment to myself um, and how that has changed my mindset moving forward and looking back on that process or that scenario or event, whatever you want to call it, and how that has shaped my mindset now. And I, I truly believe I have a pretty resilient mindset and it comes from taking advantage of a lot of opportunities, doing a lot of things um, at a young young age, I guess. And my mum has always been super supportive of anything that I do. I remember growing up, something she would always say to us kids was you can do anything that you put your mind to. And it sounded back then like such a simple sentence or um, mantra really, but it really has stuck with me throughout my lifetime. And I think what made the difference was that I actually believed it. Um, and I wasn't just, you know, just saying it because it was some sort of mantra that I wanted to believe. Um, my mum, I'm super grateful, um, instilled this motivation, this inspiration 
towards us kids very early on in life. And so anything that I wanted to do, she was like, yep, cool, let's do it. Let, let's make it happen. Um, and also even you know, applying for a job here in Melbourne, um, my mum was the one who was like, yeah, go for it. Apply for it and see what happens. And I think in every big decision that I've made, my mum's always been behind me. Um, but without getting too soppy and um, into that, let's move on and let's talk about my three biggest life lessons. Now, the first one dates back to my uni days when I decided to pursue engineering. Whilst I was in high school, however, I wasn't super academic. I did TEE, I did, um, you know, well, um, not extremely well, um, but my intent coming out of high school was actually to go to WAPA, the Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts, because I loved singing. I was in the school band, doing musicals, doing extracurricular singing gigs and things like that. And so I felt like that was the direction I wanted to go in. Fast forward halfway through a deployment in contemporary music at WAPA, I felt as though I wasn't being challenged enough and I felt it, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, I'm not really sure what I, I thought would I thought this course would be, but I still felt like I wanted to do something bit more challenging, a bit more regimented, a bit more structured and so engineering, an engineering scholarship came along that my auntie actually pointed out and I thought look why not, I was definitely that sort of person who would just take any opportunity if it was like, if it was available, if it was free, if I thought I might even just remotely be a good match for it, I just wanted to do all the things and so I started engineering, I did a TAFE course uh, I met some really good friends during that course as well and then I was intending to move to Melbourne I uh, was still singing at the time and um, was about to sign a music deal actually through a um, off the back of a festival that I did back then called Superfest um, I toured nationally with um, the artists such as Ice Cube Chris Brown, Kelly Rowland, those sort of people. And it was an amazing, amazing experience. And I just thought from that, like, I want to move to Melbourne. I want to sign with this record company and pursue that. Um, but at the time, I also had a singing coach and we looked at the contract and the company and it just was quite a limiting. There's a lot of limitations in the contract and, um, Funnily enough, they went bankrupt <laughs> a year later anyway. So um, so that was happening in the mix of my TAFE course and I came back to WA and ended up finishing the TAFE course and I, I decided to keep pursuing with this engineering thing and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning. I enjoy the consistent action of studying uh, towards you know, an exam, a test to apply yourself and really see um, how far you can push your memory and recall things, um, write exams. And the advanced diploma got me into university to, to complete my Bachelor of Civil Engineering 
And I continued with that. I um, made some really good friends and we were really persistent with it and the lifestyle was great. Uh, I felt like I was growing as a person. I was overcoming a lot of uh, stressful events. Um, and look, let me tell you, going through uni and completing an engineering degree was not easy. It was a lot of long, uh, long nights, all-nighters actually. And um, it really, uh, other areas of my life sacrificed. I didn't really go out a lot of the time. Um, I missed out on a lot of like parties and things like that because I was studying. And I, like I said, I wasn't someone who was naturally academic. I really needed to apply myself and um, consistently uh, recall questions. And that was the best way for me to learn. And so while I think it was the second last year for the engineering degree, I actually failed a couple of units, which meant that I would have to um, do the do the units again, but they only ran in the second uh, semester. So essentially I was put back a year. So that was a very pivotal moment for me where I was like, do I just give up and, um, you know, continue like singing or do something else, move to Melbourne and um, just pursue something that I'm like, passionate and that's fun and that it's a lot not easier but um it's not a, a it's not something that I have failed at just yet and that kind of seemed like the better option the more attractive option however because of the good support network around me um they told me to continue with it you know you've got this far you just need to apply yourself and boy did I apply myself and it was such uh, an awakening experience to just see the shift change where what you put in is what you get out. And that was a big, big life lesson for me to know that I, against, you know, all odds, I, I took a shitty situation, I reassessed and I just said, well, this is, this is how you need to overcome this and this is what you need to do, uh, X, Y, Z. And I took the bull by the horns and I just applied myself consistently and really tried. And uh, that whole experience was just um, a big life lesson for me because I now apply that to any, any area in my life and I never expect anything to come, um, to come easy. I don't feel entitled to anything. I, I know that if I want to, to achieve a certain outcome, you need to put in the work. It's as simple as that. I think if I went about my younger years but just being really lucky and getting everything handed to me and getting all the opportunities and passing and passing with flying colors and just everything was easy. I don't think I would have appreciated the journey as much as I do now and I wouldn't be as grateful for where I am today. Um, and that kind of follows on into, you know, I work a full-time job as an engineer, but my passions have changed and you grow as a person and Throughout my uni days, I was also really into health and fitness. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to look good. I wanted to eat well. And that all started with nutrition. And um, I, I'm still so grateful that I have a full-time stable job in engineering, which perhaps I'm not as passionate about. But I'm still so grateful that I'm in a position where I can, I have the time and the resources to create a business on the side that I am passionate about. And I think like that's not spoken about enough. I think you can be in a position where you really hate your full-time job. And I completely understand that those 
those are some of the circumstances that people are living in and they want to follow their passion and to get out of a nine-to-five that, that they hate. But the reality is, is there are a lot of people out there who are in decent jobs that they have good people around them, but it's just not maybe something that they would want to do for the rest of their life. But this is it's all part of the journey and, that, and that's okay. I don't think you need to jump headfirst into going 100% the other way of, of what you're currently doing or to feel like you're missing out on um, on something. You need to be grateful of the position that you're in and um, there's also a lot more to life than work. So I think just being grateful for everything else happening in your life, you know, you have a full-time job, you can live comfortably, you can have coffee with your friends, you live in um, a nice area near a park that you can walk, go for a walk every day. Um, there's other areas in your life that are, are enhanced purely because you have a full-time job as well. So that's just something I like to, I, I think about on, on a daily basis. And if I was to be in this position, have a full-time job and a side business, you know, for, an, for another two years, then, that, then so be it. Uh, I'm not in a rush. I don't want this to happen inorganically. I want it to be organic. I want it. I want it to happen naturally. I don't want to push it. I don't want to put myself in a position where I have to make ends meet with my health coaching business. It's a passion, and I'm happy. I'm grateful that I can keep it that way at least for now. So that was life lessons for engineering, with like a few other things in there as well that I kind of went off on a tangent. But I just feel like. What you put in is what you get out. And that was a period of my life where I really understood the meaning of that and that I believe made me the person I am today and gave me the mental resilience and persistence and motivation that I have today because being at that position where you failed at something and then to come back from it and prove yourself wrong and everyone else around you is a great feeling. So the second life lesson, and I kind of touched on it before and it's about my nutrition passion and I really wanted to launch an ebook. This was back when ebooks were sort of just on the rise and I really loved the idea of um, creating an ebook. Whilst I was at uni I was taking a lot of photos of food. Um, I really loved styling food, styling plates, taking photos of food. Yes I was that annoying person when we went out for breakfast, lunch or dinner I would be like wait, I need to take a photo. So I was going through that phase in my life and I wanted to have create a product that could showcase all my photos. And at the time I had a lot of uh, creative friends who were photographers or aspiring photographers who needed um, stuff for their portfolio. So I had some really great quality shots as well. And um, it was like a great networking kind of way as well to meet new people and to um, collaborate with people on a on a creative level and so I did a lot of that you know weekend photo shoots with people and it was a really fun experience and um, for anyone who doesn't know taking photos of food and creating an ebook um, it takes a lot of time and effort um, it's when it, I think the food aspect and the food preparation is actually a lot more than what you think like you need to have all the ingredients ready and prepped prior you don't want anything to be too hot because then the photos will come out like shit because of like the fume, like not the fumes, the steam and, and things like that will affect the photo quality. And then there's also, you know, angles, lighting, 
um, utensils, and it all has to kind of tie into this this theme or this um, this vibe that that you're going for. So there's a lot a lot to it, and um, this was something that I actually chipped away at during my uni days on the weekends that I did, and then it just got to a point where I had like over 30 recipes and over 30 photos, and I just thought all I need to do is um, you know put these all together and put it into into an ebook and it was on my mind for like 12 to 16 months and I was like I need to do this I need to do this and then one day similar to starting this podcast I kind of just woke up and I was like I'm just going to figure out how to do it and um although I had already been doing a bit of background research reading articles watching YouTube videos I never took action and it was just that one day and I don't even know what it was that prompted me or made me just take the plunge and just start it and just be like, okay, just figure out what your cover's going to look like or like find a template. I jumped on Canva. I found, actually, they didn't have ebook templates at that time. Uh, after looking at a few different articles and YouTube uh, videos about how to create an ebook, they suggested just using the, just the blank A4 style Canva template. And if you haven't used Canva before, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you jump on Canva. It is amazing. It does absolutely everything and it's great for social media if that's something that you're into but I jumped on Canva and I thought okay I'm just going to figure out what my cover's going to look like and then I did that one day and then the next day I was like I'm going to do one recipe and then you know as the weeks went on I would just aim to type out two recipes every week or I can't quite remember what what the what the timeline or um, what the the structure or strategy was for it but it was small with some more actionable steps every day and that's exactly what I did and I put it together and I had a lot of people asking me like where did you do it how did you do it um, and I think it's obviously it's before people understood the capabilities of Canva and that was a really big moment for me to just to take imperfect action and just keep moving take action and um, just feel the fear and and do it anyway. Even though you uh, have no clue how you're going to do it, just just do one small thing each day, and um, you'll figure out that's not nearly as hard or as scary as what you thought it might be. And that's something that I have um, also applied to this podcast. And it's it's really funny that I procrastinated or maybe not procrastinated long enough for this podcast because I have had other things going on but the timing came around and the urge and the motivation to start a podcast came around and um, one morning quite similar to the ebook I just woke up and said I'm going to start this podcast Um, this was after a bit of prep work as well catching up with people having coffee and um, allowing them to to tell me how they went about doing it, this the the short, simple, uh, straight to the point method, which was really good and inspiring. But just that split second, or the those few minutes of the morning, and just being like, just deciding, I'm gonna do this today, it is so powerful. And it's if we could have more of those moments in our life, imagine where you would be right now. And that's, that's the thing. It all comes down to your mindset. And I, think, I know like you, you, we hear this all the time, but that's 100% what it is. It only takes a split second for you to decide your future, for you to say from this moment on, I'm going to do this. 
And I think if you don't give yourself time alone, time with your thoughts, time to think what you want, time to be self-aware of where you are and where you want to be, then you'll find it really hard to get to that point in your life or to get to that point of saying to yourself, I'm going to do this and deciding and following through with it. And so, like I said, this is how I started with the podcast. I'm still recording podcasts just with some normal Mac headphones plugged into my Mac. Um, I'm lucky enough to have some good editing software, but it really doesn't take a whole lot more than just some headphones, a, a way to record yourself, and just some ideas and some just talking about something you're passionate about. I know I just knew that I really resonated with those type of podcasts, and I just thought, what's what's um, stopping me from doing the same? All I need is to make sure that I'm in the right headspace on a particular morning when I do do a podcast. And that's usually on like a Saturday or Sunday in the mornings, like after I've had a big long week and I'm just reflecting on everything and I get into this kind of state of just realizing things. <laughs> and that's exactly where I'm in, where I'm at right now. I just come back from a long walk, like an hour long walk with my headphones, listening to other podcasts, that which bring a lot of inspiration, motivation and positive thoughts. And then I just come back and I have a second or I have, you know, 30 minutes to myself of just really just talking about how I feel and like today's subject, my life lessons and reflecting back on that. And I think uh, you don't need a podcast to do this, obviously. And um, like I said, giving you time, giving you the space and the time to be self-aware, a great way is to start journaling. And I, you know, I harp on about this all the time, but it's a great way to explore your thoughts, to recenter yourself, to reflect on the week and to come to these realizations, which will then help you with your mindset. See, it all comes full circle, mindset, mindset, mindset. It's everything. And it allows you to become intentional with your time going forward. And it allows you to, if you have a good mindset and you have intention in your life, then you're less likely to be distracted by other things that don't matter. And, and that's when this whole, you know, going about your day in autopilot and then getting to the end of the week and being like, well, what have I actually done that I, that is working towards my true and aligned goals? So it really removes the distractions in your thoughts and the, the distractions around you and helps you just become more clear on what it is you actually want and what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to. It's also important to have intention or to be clear on your goals because when you hit that point of burnout or on those days that you're unmotivated, when you have an intention behind what you're doing when you have a bigger picture behind what why you're doing something that's what will pull you through those moments um, because we all have them we all get unmotivated I get unmotivated but I usually have a pretty good system that helps me keep progressing even on the days that I don't feel like doing anything I've got you know I've got things set up I've got a calendar set up I've got to-do lists set up I've got a place where I track everything and that's what keeps me going because I've I've supported myself to help me out on, on the days that I'm unmoving and very and I have an intention behind what I'm doing. 
But lastly, the, the last and final life lesson, well, it's not going to be the final life lesson, but the most recent life lesson I have learned is if you are serious about a goal and you're not seeing the results you want, get help. Seek help. Hire help. If there's something that you are serious about and you really want to be your best in it, then don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Don't be afraid to broaden your opportunities and talk to people in that space. Um, be seen as someone who is thriving towards that goal. My health and fitness is a big priority of mine and I know that when I am thriving and feeling my absolute best in, in both my health and my well-being and my physical being, my mental being, that I am a happier and more driven and like just happier person. And for so long, I kind of half-assed it and I'm someone who is very regimented. So I love structure. I love, um, I love time blocking. I love schedule. I love having like a regimented way of going about things. And when I don't have that, that is actually bad for my mental, my mental space. And I know for some people it might be quite opposite and it's just a personality trait. And um, some people call it like a type A personality, but I, I thrive off being intentional about what I'm doing, but also being very structured and having um, systems in place that ensure that I'm organized and give me peace of mind. And so I, for so long, I have admired people who do bodybuilding or who not go to, doesn't always have to be go to the, go to the extreme, but I, I really admire the um, determination and the structure behind working towards this really big, amazing, transformational goal. And for so long, I half-asked it and I paid for cheap six, four, eight-week um, programs from credible sources, from really great athletes, predominantly from in America. And they were, they were great. They, they did exactly what they intended to do and they were shred programs and um, and that's I achieved that each time but I felt as though I wasn't improving long term because essentially what I was doing was I had whatever muscle I was had to start off with but I wasn't building any more muscle because I was in a, a deficit for the program and I was getting shredded and then as soon as I saw abs I was like cool I've made it this is I'm happy and then when I come off the shredded program I'm a little bit less regimented I have a bit more fun um, and by no means do I like blow out I've always had a very healthy lifestyle I always um, tend to steer towards healthier options even when I'm out because I just actually prefer the taste of them that's just me as a person but I just felt like I wasn't progressing or really seeing the results that I really wanted and I admired the bikini athlete look and I think from that I've just learned that if there's something that you're serious about and that you're you're not seeing results in it and it gets you down then don't waste time trying to go the easier or shortcut way or the cheaper way I think like I'm I'm definitely down it myself 
And I just think if you're serious about something, it doesn't need to be body composition goals or like health related. It can be anything. Maybe it's like building a business or maybe it's um, anything, but like don't go the shortcut way, go all in if you're serious about something. And if you know that when you even achieve the slightest, slightest bit of progress in that area, it brings you joy and happiness, then keep doing that because that's what, that's what we should be thriving for, right? Is for like to be happy, to be proud of what you're doing, to feel like you're on a journey, to be doing something that brings the right people around you to, to have that support network. And um, I just, I just think if you're someone who's listening to this and you're thinking, man, all those cheap and short lived programs um, that I've, that I've bought, like, and then you've just only to rebound again and then look for the next, the next hot thing the next hot eight-week program, it's really just a vicious cycle and you're not going to see the results that you want. So my advice, if it is body composition goals that you're after, is to work with a credible coach. If it's a comp prep you want to do, then go do your research, jump on the phone with them, have a conversation and see how they can help you. There's nothing quite like a one-on-one experience. I understand not everyone can has the resources to do or to enter a one-on-one program but if you want serious results and you want fully customizable results and you want um, you want to feel fully supported and empowered then I highly recommend it there's really nothing like it Um, it's it's such a great feeling to have someone on your team purely to help you get to that goal and who is just as invested in it as you. And that's something that you won't know until you actually get on the phone and talk to someone and build some sort of rapport. But yeah, if you can't do that, then, you know, group programs or, or any sort of coaching that has, is not just a, okay, I'll send you this program and that's it. Um, you know, any, any good coach will ensure that they check in with their, their clients on a regular basis, whatever that may be. Maybe it's not face-to-face, but maybe it's just um, over WhatsApp or whatever means. But the really like the accountability that, that, you, um, that you receive when you work with someone towards achieving your goals, it's, there really is no, not much room for error and you can almost guarantee results. And then when you start to see results, when you achieve your goal, you're a happier human being. And so... Really the life lesson in here is to, if there's something that you want to do or if there's something, if there's a goal that you really have, then start taking it seriously and start treating it like a serious goal and stop pussyfooting around it and looking for the cheaper, shorter, quick fix option because you are just wasting your time, your money, and you won't be happy with your results. Anyway, those are my three life lessons. I know this was kind of just a bit of a rant and, um, not a rant, but just a bit of story time and there's no real like big strategy, step-by-step strategies to this, but it's just some things that I can leave you with to reflect on and see any similarities in your own life and you can call yourself out on that. This is really just a big call out to myself on the moments in my life where, you know, things weren't going too well and then I made a change and now I look back on it and I'm like, damn, that's a lesson right there. That's a lesson. And so I hope that my life lessons help you and I know that they are quite common ones. They are really, they're quite common. I'm not special in any way. I think um, it's just beneficial to 
hear someone actually talking about it because it's not something I talk about really all the time because it's there's not really been a forum or a platform for it, but here we are doing a podcast episode talking about it. And so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did like it, please let me know. We'd love to have a chat with you and talk about your life lessons as well. But if you feel like this will help someone you know out, then please like, uh, subscribe, screenshot and share it with them. And I hope that it will help them out just as much as it will help you out. Anyway, I will leave it at that. Have an amazing day and I'll see you in the next one.